You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode 177 on this Hot and humid Monday here in Australia. Summer is definitely coming to Queensland at the moment, Um, but it's a beautiful day. It's been a great weekend, and I hope that you have had a great weekend. I love starting the week talking about the things that excite me, and hopefully those things help you with your business skills, your business mindset, your financial skills, your financial mindsets, help you on the pathway to financial freedom. Now, it has been the Thanksgiving weekend for our USA friends, which means it's Black Friday sales weekend um, all around the world, basically. Pretty much all the world participate in Black Friday sales. So hopefully that does mean you had a great family time if you are in the US, um, but also hopefully you've had a great business weekend with the Black Friday sales, seeing lots of Companies with promotions, and obviously promotions are a great time to reach back out to people, reconnect with people who you know, were interested, but they didn't commit, or they're still sitting on the fence, or maybe they were a bit short financially and couldn't afford to start, and now with your promotions, they are able to. So hopefully you've had a great weekend along with those sales, helping to grow your business. Now for me, if you don't know, if you haven't, if you're not like subscribed to the email list, or you're not in the Way Out community, We've been doing giveaways each day rather than Black Friday sales. I've just been doing giveaways. So we're on day three of the four, four days of giveaways over the Black Friday to Cyber Monday weekend. So if you're not yet, make sure you jump in the Way Out community Facebook group. You'll see the lives I've been doing in there every day where we've been choosing a sort of prize that we're just going to give away to anyone who supports the podcast or supports the YouTube channel or supports the book or anything like that. So Check out that if you're not already. Now with that, so we won't have a subscriber of the week this week because, uh, you know, we've just been doing all these giveaways. But again, if you do want to be subscriber of the week and you're supporting the podcast, greatly appreciate your support there and we'll have subscriber of the week next week. Now, let's get into the training today and I want to share a story and I don't share this story very often, Um, but I wanted to share it today. I just thinking about it, it's I, you know, I have a, a swipe file on my phone, on my computer of, you know, podcast topics and always sort of about eight to 10 in a, like, you know, in, in the sort of backlog where you sit in there and, and you'll have ideas and you write them down, ideas of podcasts. And this one's been sitting there for so long. And I always sort of hesitate because it is a bit of a personal story. And so, you know, sometimes you can just be a bit wary of sharing personal stories, but it is a really powerful story. And I want to share it with you because it was incredibly impactful for us when it happened and it sucked at the time like most of the most of the most powerful lessons in life um it wasn't enjoyable at the time and it was quite a challenge that we went through but and well I should say that I went through at the time because it was I was single at the time it was before Angie and I had sort of gotten together we knew each other through work but we hadn't started dating or anything yet so but it was a lesson that it was harsh but incredibly impactful and I want to share it with you today and so as I'm sure most of you all know if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while or following me for a while, you know, my background is in health science and physiotherapy and traditional business background and was into financial mindset and investing, you know, long before I found network marketing. I was always looking for this side hustle. I was always looking for ways to be financially free at 33. That was the goal, right? How do I become financially free at 33? And so you speak to a lot of people and it's like, well, you 
build a business, you buy a business or build a business, grow a business, and then you invest that money. And that's, you know, correct. Um, and so my sort of first foray into that world was to, I'd started property investing. I'd started property. I had three properties at this point with my physio wage. And then it was time to actually, the opportunity came up to buy into a physio business. And I was like, well, here it is. You're going to have your traditional brick and mortar business, and then you can put more money into property and you're going to create your wealth loop like that. And that's how you're going to set yourself financially free. Now, spoiler alert, it works. It's just slow. You know, like that path was going to work. It was just too slow for our goals. We would have been financially free at 53, financially free at 63, (laughs) uh, but we weren't going to be financially free at 33 with those goals, with that vehicle, you know, down that path. So I needed to find the fast lane and thankfully we found network marketing, but that's a different story. I want to share when I sort of first stepped into traditional business and I was a young 25-year-old male at the time. So, of course, 25-year-old males, we have egos and we we think we kind of know everything and and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I thought I'd made it, essentially. And it was like, all right, I've got this business now. And I started to make bad decisions. And, you know, I bought a car. It's the first time I'd bought a car. So I was 25 with half a business and three investment properties before I ever bought a car. And it wasn't like crazy extravagant, but I did go out and, you know, upgrade the car straight away. Then I started sort of, you know, giving myself some time off. Well, you're the boss. You don't need to work five days a week anymore. Um, The really dumb thing I did was like take like quite a holiday. Like, okay, you're the boss now. Go and take like a two month holiday and go skiing for a while. And I just made some sort of, you know, three or four moderately bad financial decisions, but I made them all in a row. (laughs) I made them all within like a week of each other. Um, Because I had this thing of like, well, you know, you own a business now, like you're rolling in it. You just, you're crushing it. Like you can make these decisions now. And you're, I thought I had found my shortcut to financial freedom. I thought I could shortcut this process. Now, what happened was that I got home from the holiday and my accountant rang me. And it's like when your dad (laughs) sort of pulls you in and sort of sat me down and I know he's probably five, 10 years older than me, but he certainly felt like my dad in this moment. And he sort of just sat me down like, you know, you're on a very slippery path to kind of being financially ruined very quickly at 25. Like, I don't think you truly realize the impact of the decisions you're making. And if you don't pull your socks up, if you don't fix things up and clean things up pretty quickly... Um, you're, you know, it's, it's going to affect the business. You're going to cost the business a lot of money. Um, and you might even cause the business to go down through your own stupidity because you're not working hard enough. You're not showing up. You're, you know, you're paying yourself more than you actually deserve all those sorts of things. And that's when it really hit me. Right. And I remember like sort of driving home and I realized it was, there were three main issues. And the first one was my ego. Now, you know, I could deal with that because that's my ego. That only affected me. But, you know, to be sort of 25 and a failed businessman, like that would have sucked and it really would have bruised my ego, especially when you've just spent, you know, three to six months before that telling everyone how you've got a business and you're a rock star and you're a legend and all that kind of stuff and you can do whatever you want and travel the world and all those sorts of things. Like that would have been a massive blow to my ego. <laughs> Thankfully, social media wasn't like Facebook had just launched the year before. I remember like signing up for my first ever Facebook account, like just before buying into this business kind of stuff. But anyway, like there was obviously the the male ego issues, but that only affected me. That wasn't the big issue. The two bigger issues was that to 
get to the position I was in to buy the business, to do these things, I had to get my parents to loan me some money. And my parents had to loan me money by basically taking a second mortgage against their house. I was young, I was energetic, I was enthusiastic, and they trusted me. They they saw that, you know, that excitement in me and they were willing to trust me, but they trusted me by taking a second mortgage out against their house. So suddenly it's a matter of, well, if you can't like take care of this debt that you're in um, because you're a failed businessman, if you can't take care of that debt, your parents lose your ha- their house. And that was a big issue. Like that was like, oh, okay, hang on. Like, And this was... You know, we, we didn't grow with a lot. My parents worked incredibly hard to get what, you know, all the stuff that we had. It was a, you know, that was their, their life's work. That was their blood, sweat and tears were all in that house, all in that mortgage. Well, you know, they'd paid off the mortgage. That was sort of it. That brick and mortar house had all of their blood, sweat and tears. Now that sucked. But the even worse thing was when we come at from a business point of view was the matter of, I remember going into work the next day and I remember like sitting there and just seeing everything in a different filter, seeing everything in a different lens and realizing that the business wasn't just there to help me pay my bills. The business was there to provide employment for a dozen other people, you know, and these dozen other people had rent. They had, you know, their own commitments. They had kids at school. They had car loans. They had home loans. They had, they needed to put food on the table and they relied on us that this, you know, to provide them with this reliable, consistent wage, this income, right? And that's when it really hit me of, okay, you're sort of out there partying, you're out there celebrating, you're doing all these sort of silly, fun things and, and you know, paying yourself more than you, you deserve and not working that hard. You're doing all these things and that is jeopardizing your ability to pay these people. And if you can't pay these people, that contagion, you know, that ripple effect, the side effect of your bad decisions are going to affect a dozen other people. And maybe a dozen other people can't pay their rent because of your bad decisions. And that's when it really hit me that business ownership wasn't just fun. You know, like we love to talk about the fun stuff in business ownership. We love to talk about choosing your own hours, you know, working wherever you want, geographical, you know, independence, all those sorts of things. We love to talk about all those sorts of things. But, you know, business ownership is a responsibility. We have a responsibility to help the people who rely on us, to help the people who look up to us. And everything like really changed in that moment. It was like a, you know, just this, this switch got flicked in my mind. And after that day, it was, you know, and again, it was like you'd been taken to the principal and and had a wrap over the knuckles. But my work ethic, my discipline, the financial choices, the decisions we made, all that kind of stuff was came from a totally different mindset of, you know what, this isn't just about building a business for your own ego. This isn't just about building a business so you can have nice profits. This isn't about building a business so everyone pats you on the back and says, look at you. This is about building a business so that you can help more people take care of their lives. You can help more people with their employment. And that huge lesson was something we took into our network marketing business. And, you know, it was probably four or five, three, four, five years later when we found the network marketing industry. I met Ange by this stage. Obviously, we'd fallen in love. We were engaged. um, And I found the network marketing industry. And that mindset was there from day one of like, this business isn't just about us setting ourselves free. This business isn't just about us getting results. This business isn't about us walking across stage. 
This business is about making sure that we help as many people because we have that responsibility. We have that obligation. And if we're not walking across stage, that means that we haven't helped enough people. You know, and again, we've done podcast episodes talking about recognition. I, recognition isn't a big thing for me, but I, you know, I don't need to walk across the stage for my own recognition, but I need to walk across the stage to know that we've helped enough people that the company wants to recognize what we're doing. And we have to grow our business to know that more people are helping, more, like more people are being helped, I should say. More people's businesses are growing. If our business is growing, it means we're helping more people grow their businesses, which means they're making more money. If we're getting slack, if we're making bad decisions, if we're getting lazy, what that also means, that flow-on effect, that ripple effect, that snowball effect and how it can go through your business. If we're not there doing the calls, if we're not there creating the systems, if we're not there helping people get their results, that's going to flow through that they're not going to make enough money. And maybe they can't afford to pay the rent anymore. Maybe they can't afford to you know, do what they want to do, live the lives they want to live. And we took that mindset from, we took that lesson, I should say, from my poor decisions in my 20s. We took that into our network marketing business and it was always from day one, it wasn't, you know what, it's not about being the fastest, it's not about being the loudest, it's not about being the, you know, the most recognized or the biggest. It's about being the one where we make sure that we do not stop until everyone has reached their goals. It's about the one where everyone knows that when they join, they can rely on us, they can look us in the eyes and know that we will be there for them. Because I couldn't stomach the thought of telling my parents that, you know, I jeopardized their house. I definitely couldn't stomach that thought. But I just could not stomach the thought of one day having to sit there in a staff meeting and say, hey, guys, because I'm an idiot, because I'm reckless, because I'm stupid, because I'm lazy, um, you know, like you've all got to take pay cuts or you're all got to find work elsewhere, right? And so... We talk about building a business big enough to reach our dreams, but it was, you know what? No, we want to build a business big enough that everyone reaches their dreams. We're building a business where everyone's winning. We want to build a business where it's too big to possibly fail because so many people are being helped. So many people have reliable businesses. So many people have reliable income that can help change their life. That was our goal. That was our mindset. And, you know, one of the best things I ever did was I, I thankfully made most of my mistakes in my sort of mid-20s, mid to late-20s. I made most of my really stupid mistakes. And then when I was single and it only affected me, really, this was the first time I was starting to really understand that actually your mistakes will affect others. And if you can have that same mindset that, you know, we all wish our business could grow faster. We all wish our business was bigger. And, you know, we all have that vision. But we want to actually change our mindset about, you know what, this isn't about growing the biggest business so that I can be free. This isn't about growing the biggest business so that I can get the big check. This is about how do we make sure that more people are being impacted? How do we make sure that more people are being helped? How do we make sure that we build this business so well, so, you know, with such integrity, with such honesty, with such stability that people can rely on it? They can rely on the income coming in every single week. And if you do that, then you build a business that's so incredible. And that's when you are financially free. And, you know, in the words of Jim Rohn, help enough people get what they want and you'll have whatever you want. And if you build your business to a point where so many people are reaching their financial goals, your financial goals are just going to be like, 
you know, it's, it's 10x anything you could ever possibly imagine. And, you know, our business is 20, 30, 50x bigger than we ever, 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 ever imagined. It's, it's so crazy to think, you know, what we're able to achieve from where we started and what our expectations were right at the start, what our financial goals were right at the start. But I think one of the key things that helped us and one of the key things that helped us grow a business that survived all the, you know, the craziness that happens and, and you know, people come in and, and explode and then disappear a week later and all that kind of stuff. Like we, we never had any of those problems and we survived all these sort of market waves and trends and, you know, great times and lean times, all that kind of stuff was because we had that mindset back of, you know what, I'm not going in to sit there and sit down with our team and say, sorry, like we're out and you guys are on your own. You guys are going to go find income somewhere else. You guys are going to go find a side hustle somewhere else. You guys are going to go find leadership somewhere else because we're being slack. We're being lazy. I'm never, ever going to have that conversation. And when you get yourself into that position and into that mindset and understand that responsibility, your leadership will explode. Like to me, that's like the biggest key to leadership is the responsibility to make sure that you build your business for the betterment of everyone else. If you're not on stage, just think about, right, I've got to help more people. I'm going to get up on stage by helping more people. And I'm going to commit to that. I'm going to dedicate to that. I'm going to hold myself responsible to know that I can help as many people as humanly possible reach their goals. So I hope that helps. You know, I hope just sharing that story, sharing that bit of a lesson. Um, as I said, you know, I'd Mistakes are a great place to learn, um, and it's even easier if you learn from someone else's mistakes. So, thankfully, I made you know. Thankfully, when I did make my mistakes, I was kind of young and single, and they only really affected me. But once I started realizing, actually, hang on, mistakes do affect other people, and especially sort of you know laziness and financial mindset mistakes when you're in a position of leadership, in a position of having other people look to you. Um, then it really does affect a lot of other people. And I was never going to be in that situation again. We're never, ever, ever going to put ourselves in that situation again. Guys, thank you for listening to the podcast episode. As I said, if you're getting value out of these podcast episodes, as always, greatly appreciate it. Just take a screenshot on your device, pop it up on your stories, tag me. I'm at Andrew James Logan. Share with me your big takeaways, your big aha moments, the big, you know, the commitments that you're going to make, the responsibilities you're going to take on, the different mindset that you're going to use when you build your business. You could be subscriber of the week next week. We'll bring the wheel back and, and spin it for subscriber of the week. Otherwise, if not yet, check out the Way Out Community Facebook group. We've got one more Facebook Live to announce, uh, you know, this uh, today and tomorrow, Cyber Monday's free giveaway and how you can earn that free giveaway. Otherwise, I will see you for another podcast episode on Thursday. Hope you all have an amazing week and I'll catch you then. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing. Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.